Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the 90s Mixtapes. I am your host, Patch, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. We are currently recording in what I would like to call the mobile studio. That is actually our um, hybrid vehicle, which we have with us on the road, because if you are an avid listener and follower, you know that we haven't released a podcast in two weeks, right, Jen? That is true. We have been traveling. We've been traveling with our mic, and we've been attempting to actually uh, talk about some of the music that we've been listening to from July of 93. Jen, you ready to kind of dive into this? I'm going to talk about this mobile studio for a second. Okay, go with it. You've turned off the air. Yep. For about 30 seconds now. Hot car. Yep. I'm in a sauna. I know. And we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to deal with that because this is going to be probably a quick hit episode right now. We're really going to give you more of a, you should really listen to July 93 music. And then we're going to come back to this stuff later on. Because let me tell you, some of the best um, music I think that we've had out in a while to listen to. I personally love the Smashing Pumpkins. Do you love the Smashing Pumpkins? I like them a lot. I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, we were just talking about a wonderful Cypress Hill album as well that came out with the song Insane in the Brain, which also a fantastic song. Jen, you listen to Bjork, right? I did. So you might have some thoughts to go with there. Well, like, are you asking if I listened to Bjork when I was younger or if I listened to the album for this podcast? Album for this podcast? Yes, yes. I okay. didn't. I, I wasn't really into Bjork. But when I was younger, but yes, I listened to it for this podcast. It's fair. You may also be hearing something in the background that is the, um, that's the vehicle because we do have it on. It is idling. We might have to put the air on because I might die. I agree. Low, 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 low. We got on low. We're gonna see how this all works, guys. Yeah. But let's let's dive into it. I don't think it's that loud. So July nineteen ninety three in music, we had, as I mentioned, we had Black Sunday released by Cypress Hill on July 20th, 1993. And it's a song, it's an album, where they were advocating for the medical and recreational use of cannabis. 30 years ago, and here we are still... <laughs> still fighting that good fight. Yeah. Uh, in the state that we're currently in, uh, Pennsylvania, they do... I think it's just medical. It's not recreational. I think it's medical, but we did see some dispensaries on our way in. Yeah, Medi- it's true. Probably med- I don't know. Well, no, it is medical. Because yeah. I think here, the way you do it is you can like go in and see a doctor and maybe they give you a cart. I don't know. But it's the- one of those weird things that it's like, depends on what state you live in, is, you know, you're, you have a different reality. Yeah. Right? I, I agree. So the first single off this album was Insane in the Brain, which that just played. I As soon as you say it, I hear it. I know, me too. The words, like... So good. Such a good song. We played that all the time in college. It's one of those things that, like, we played it 10 years later, and it still meant exactly the same thing, right? Still play it now. Do you think that it's, like, 30 years old? You're like, no, that's just a really good song. I feel like that happened with a lot of at least 90s hip-hop. Would you agree? I think a lot of 90s music in general doesn't feel 30 years old or like, cla- like 25 years old you so know? like so like the thing when you do this with music is you think about it and you're like okay like what is classic music and i remember when we were kids and you would hear like the kind of yacht rocky like rod stewart phil collins stuff which a lot of it's still really good i'm not saying it's not i'm not trying to disparage any of that but i'd always be like oh okay this is the stuff that they would play on like the oldie station and stuff i'm like i don't even 
I'm, I'm just glad that they really don't have a lot of radio stations anymore because I can't even fathom if you're just like... Do they not have radio stations or did we just stop listening to the I don't radio? think they have as many radio stations. Okay. And I don't, th- and I don't, I don't think people consume the radio in the same way that we did. Like you got in a car and at best, tape and CD player. I still put on the radio. I know you do, but it's an alternative station that does like alternative music now, but also still throws in some of this stuff, and it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like this stuff is like dated. No, I would say, but I mean, I don't know. That's because we're old. It's true. That's true. We. That's what happens. Well, we have, you know, the main album that I listened to that I really enjoyed was Smashing Pumpkin Siamese Dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. It was released on July twenty seventh, nineteen ninety three. Today, 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 I'm saying it the way that Billy Corgan says it, today is the, like, that's one of my favorite songs that they have, yeah. that they've ever released, one and best, still, say. whenever I hear it now, Top five. yeah, it's oh, on, it's on all my playlists, I think it's awesome, doesn't really seem like it's 30 years old. All of, every single playlist, all of them? Most of them, yeah. Okay, Fair I would enough. say, I have a master playlist, it's on there. I thought you were going to say you have a master's degree in playlists. I don't think that's really a thing. Wouldn't it be cool if, if it you had was? A, if there was, like, a class on making a playlist? Yeah. I well, mean, I don't, I don't know how you could make it. Haven't you ever seen the movie High Fidelity? A and graduate they, degree in it, but... They talk about how to make a good CD. I and, like, what you're supposed the movie to do. High Fidelity. I think we've talked about this a million times, yeah. like, in real life. That's actually what I should have picked movie. for the movie club this month. We're, we, we are in a movie club, and we picked movies that we feel like... I can't believe I haven't seen this movie, so you pick that. And what did you pick? <laughs> Steel Magnolias. So you, there's there's still time. You can still tell everybody that you want to do High Fidelity. I've ne- yeah, I've never seen it. It's a really good movie. But it, there's one point where Jack Black and John Cusack are... T- you should actually really do that movie. My mom likes that movie too. But there's one point where they're talking about how to make a good mixtape and about how you... A, a CD, you know, or a tape. Like how you have to like bring everybody up and then bring them down into their feels. And then like do it. Like it's a whole little five-minute segment he has about talking about how to make an awesome mixtape. Yeah, that's cool. So I definitely think that it would be worthwhile for you to check out. The song that I think of the most that I immediately hear and I think of the mid-2000s is Cherub Rock. So Cherub Rock was, I believe, on, like, the first Guitar Hero or one of the earlier, like, rock band games. And those games fizzled out basically when the 20-something-year-old... when I'd say probably when the 15-year-old... 15 to 25 demo aged up another 10 years. Like, all those games kind of, like, fizzled out. But that was a big deal and like, the... I mean, I remember the movie Step Brothers. He's in there playing Guitar Hero. Like, there was Guitar Hero. There still is, like, on, like, cruise ships and arcade games. It was, like, a round. It was a big deal. Yeah. And part of the fun of doing that is it would mine some of these older songs with awesome riffs. And one of them was Charab Rock. So this song, I always hear it and see... I Whenever I hear this song, I see it, like, run... Like, as Guitar Hero coming up, like, at me. It's just, like, that's what I see is, like, and I'm just, like, moving my fingers as if I'm, you know, it's a plastic thing. But Yeah, there's a couple songs that always make me um, picture Guitar Hero. Love, I think there's one by, uh, there's one, like, Muse song. Yes. I think that it just can't hear without thinking about Guitar Hero. I think his, uh, I was going to say Hysteria, but I don't think it is. I forget what it is, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And if I heard it right now, I would know what it is, I'm bad at names. I'm bad at names. It's shocking. Even when you say Cherub Rock, I'm like... I know I know that song. 
but I can't think of what exactly it is. Charb Rock? Yeah. Breathe out. Oh, okay. Yes. Breathe in. Yeah, yes, I'm like 95% certain oh, yeah, yeah, that that's what it is. Otherwise, I just did Sorry. another song off that album. I hope that you did. <laughs> the video featured footage of the band performing the song live in a forest. Ooh. It was shot outside of San Francisco entirely on a Super 8 on a modest budget. You said modest budget, and I thought you said on his mama's budget. Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, Rock Band. Power Gig, Rise of the Six String, and Rocksmith. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So, I mean, when I think about Smashing Pumpkins, the main album I think about and the main video I think about is Tonight Tonight. And I think about, and that obviously hasn't come out yet, it's Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. I want to say probably 94 or 95, but when you go back and listen to their albums, this is just a really good, really complete album. I would even say maybe 96. Now you need to let us Let's know. double check. I, I think that was the Pisces only album. Pisces Escarit comes out oh. in 94. Okay. Vaporia comes out in 95, it comes out. A Melancholy and Infinite. And it's, that's a big deal. I feel like 95, when we get there, there's a lot of really awesome... Albums that come yeah, out that's the that first uh, Smashing Pumpkins album that I bought. Because I'll, sure. I'll always remember that kind of like vaudevillian music video mm-hmm. from that album. And I remember I, I must have owned that album at least four times. Like, because the CDs would get scratched all the time. My favorite one was uh, the fir- on the first CD they blue had, pink. Tonight Tonight. Blue. The blue CD I would scratch mm-hmm. all the time. Um, all the time. I would scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you really need to... Reiterate that this CD wow. scratched to shit. I keep trying to find you that record because I know you love that album, and I mean I do too. That fucking record is so expensive. I know, and the thing is, like, I feel like with records, there's there's a limit. If it's like a big thing like that, like maybe sixty bucks. But the thing is, they just that's the one printing. So that's like if you, if you know, you know. If you like records, you like records, you get it. Like. If if I had that record at a two hundred dollar two hundred fifty dollar price point, I I don't think I'd play it because I'd be like worried that I'd damage it. And then at that point, what's the point of having it? Right. Because I feel like the beauty of kind of having the records, like recently I've been playing uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and that's a really good album. Got some cool '90s songs on it too. Really great Creep cover. Um, by, well, the cover Creep Acu- Creep Acoustic by Radiohead. Creep Acoustic. Huh. Like say that seven times fast. Really good version <laughs> of it on there. Um. <laughs> And again, because in that Guardians movie, they kind of move more towards like that. They kind of like branch towards the 90s into branch 2000s. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't. We've covered that oh, yeah, that's right. on this, but no, I'm talking about Guardians Volume 3 now. But it's hard. It's hard being in the mobile studio because there's just so many things to look at. I know. So if you don't know, <laughs> like so my like my co-host Jen, um, she has the ADH. So when we put her in a closet and we record at home in our studio, she's seen everything that's there. Right now there's cars driving by. There may or may not be like a squirrel out there that she sees. And she's just coming back and forth. We're also really close to each other. So I have to talk like lower. Because usually when we're recording... Oh, it must be really hard for you. It is. Because usually when we're recording, I... That sounded snarky, but I really meant it. Like, that what? must be hard for you. I didn't mean it in a snarky way. 
again, the ADH. I'm saying usually when we're <laughs> recording, when I get really excited, I just kind of keep going and my voice projects a lot. So mm-hmm. right now I'm trying to keep it low because I don't really know what the acoustics are in here. We could be listening to this and it could just be complete straight trash. We have no idea. Because again, this is uh, the summer of the mobile recordings. So <laughs> having said that, I really enjoyed this album. I highly recommend everybody put this on their summer list. Like, if you're here and if you're following along with some of the albums and things that we've said um, to take a look at, definitely recommend this album. Definitely recommend it. Just listen to the whole album because it's really great. And I'm not saying some of the other albums we'll cover by the Smashing Pumpkins I like as much, but this one I really love. I enjoy them. Not that Billy Corgan gives a fuck, but I do. He does not. He doesn't. By the way, side note. Yeah. We saw Corgi couple days ago out in the wild it's a real real thing that we did it's a real discussion we had about what to name it so, so go ahead because you really want a corgi correct and you love smashing pumpkins. wait a minute back up let's let's go back here okay i want a corgi because i feel like tiny a, legs tiny legs attitude best butts fluffy round butts that's on you okay. you like the fluffy booties and you kind of lie uh, I just feel like it would round out our pack. It'd be fun it to have a corgi. Fun. So now go ahead. So I feel like the way you said that, you're like, you want a corgi. Like, I'm not the queen. Okay, well, I'm not I, trying to breed I, corgis. I just think that it's, you know, it's fucking corgi. I really want a puppy. And you were like, I think you, I think I want a corgi. So They're small. That's the thing. I want a smaller dog because we have some, like, medium size. You know, small to medium size dogs. So I'd want to get, like, a small. Like, I don't, I'm not a big dog kind of guy because I can't. We'll see. We'll see who wins this because I want a golden retriever. But... Either way, we're going to rescue one, so it'll be a, a month. Whoever um, shows, it'll be another pit bull that shows another, up at our door. Exactly. We saw this corgi, yep. and we started talking about what we would name a corgi when and if we get one. And I was like, "We need to name it Billy Corgan, Billy Corgan the corgi, or Billy Corgi." I say we just name him Billy, and then everybody would get it. So we're Nobody's gonna, gonna get we're it. gonna actually throw that out there in the title here and in the in the notes. Like you tell us, like what would be better. Name it Billy Corgi, Billy Corgan, or just Billy. Just Billy. I think Billy. With an implied Corgan slash Corgi. I think Billy, but like do it like Billy Eilish. Because like she spells it like Billy. Well. Because it clearly be female because I'm not getting a male dog. Oh, okay. I'll say if it's a female. Um, sure. Let us know. Or that could, that's also how Billy Joe Armstrong spells his name. True. We went through all that too as we Billy discussed Billy. this entire thing talking about Billy the Corgan. Um. Billy Corgan appreciates you and your love of his band. Uh, I hope so. I would actually see, like, I already have one band tattoo. I created my own, like, Foo Fighters poster on my leg, which is fun. I have my dog in it. There's a mountain for no reason. This is actually pretty funny. Well, it's UFO, right? I was getting there. Foo Fighters, UFO. Sorry, sorry. Foo Fighters logo getting beamed up. There's an alien inside there. Like, this is cool. Like, I'm looking at the 2012 deluxe album cover of Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy Infinite Sadness, like, that's cool. Like, some of the imagery and stuff that's on there. Yeah. Like, that's cool. He does have really, really cool imagery. He also loves wrestling. I mean, he's just out here living his best life. He's here for the music. He's here for the fun. He's here for everything. Isn't he... Isn't there something about him that's, like, controversial? I don't don't know. know. I don't know a lot about him. I'm not gonna just... So No, but if there is, um, we're not... We're not overlooking it. We just don't know. He's currently the owner and promoter of the National Wrestling Alliance. NWA. I think his big thing is that he's just, uh, 
if I if I remember correctly, he's just really into just like his music and just living his life. Like he's just not like, um, yeah, he's just not uh, not out here playing around. He's he's out here trying to live his life. Car kicked back on. Yeah, it did. Chicago guy. Buddhist. Really, I like Chicago. Buddhist and Catholic. I like Buddhism. Hmm. I like wrestling. Things Jen likes. Um, <laughs> what else did we? <laughs> well, we also listened to the Candlebox oh, album, which was a good album. Yeah. It was the. Bah, bah, bah. I'm trying to bring it up because again, we don't have all of our notes. We're recording mobily. It's. I don't have my iPad. I will always get them confused with Collective Soul because grunge and or alternative starts with a C. Yeah. It's never gonna stop. No. Two words put into one. Yeah. The the Candlebox album, the self-titled Candlebox album was actually pretty good. It was. The the main thing about Candlebox that kind of always struck me, at least with this album, is another band from Seattle. Another grunge band. So, again, their sound, once it hits, it, I feel like all these things, like you said, like, like they all kind of, like, roll together. But this specific album has, um, I believe, a majority of their awesome songs. It has... Yeah, I had a couple. Change, You, Far Behind, and Cover Me. Far Behind is my favorite. And was certified quadruple platinum. Quadruple I Mine was You. I really liked You. That was on a bunch of college CDs. I really Does liked that one. On your CDs with Siamese Dream? Yes. I don't know why you have to come at me like you don't know this about me. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Far Behind is good, too, though. I definitely enjoy that. Yeah. And then you listen... And then you listened to Bjork? I did. So how did you feel about that? Um, so I didn't really listen to Bjork much as a youngin. But I always felt interested by Bjork. It wasn't like any of the songs would get stuck in my head. It wasn't that kind of album. But I listened to it while I was painting, while I was like working or whatever. And I really liked it. And I think that Bjork is going to go into my, like, my painting, my chilling out painting, working rotation of music. Because it really was a good painting album. So, I did feel like the Bjork album was good. It was just chill, like, listen to, paint some paintings. I listened to a couple of songs from her too, and it's actually really chill. Like I've never yeah. really listened to Bjork. Unique, and weird. I've heard of her, mm-hmm. but I've never really listened to her. Same. So I definitely enjoyed it. I have to say. I mean, it was just chill. I mean, I wasn't mad at it. We've covered Cypress Hill. We've covered Smashing Pumpkins. Uh-huh. We've covered Bjork. We've covered Candlebox. We've said nothing, and yet we've said everything. True. I feel like this is a little bit of a strange episode very short this is gonna be a short one guys i know it's only like 20 minutes in not even really um yeah we're gonna, we're gonna be wrapping car. it up though because we are in a hot car but before we do we do need to play trivia pursuit because we did bring two cards we did it has been decided i am the one purchasing the trivial pursuit game i Correct. lost 10 to 3 pretty pretty horribly really um so i'll be doing that but just so we have something Keep us going until we get there. We're just going to play for shits. You just looked at the answers. No, I didn't. I closed my eyes. Okay. So, here's the deal, guys. 
we're back on the Trivial Pursuit train. If and when Jen loses again, she'll owe me another copy of Trivial Pursuit 93. Jen. Yeah. Which desert designation, which lent its look to both a U2 album title and cover image, is one of the youngest U.S. national parks? Pearl Harbor Park. The Joshua Tree. Oh. Joshua Tree National Park. You had you, you did a whole now. thing when we were in Nashville, Asheville last week, and you were like looking up parks, and you didn't see Joshua Tree. You didn't see the Joshua Tree. No, I just didn't know that was one of the youngest. How would I know? I don't. I don't yeah. know. That. Yeah, I looked at a, a book about all the national, a lot of the national parks, and I decided that that is now a goal that I want to go see a bunch of them. And again, if we're gonna, we're gonna have to learn. One. This is this is a, this is a trial by fire here. We're gonna have to learn how to record better in the. Uh, Yo, we're really going to have to learn. But no, because if we're driving around in a VW bus, it'll be also a recording studio. In our defense, we were going to record in a hotel today, except the air conditioning never turned off. Oh my God, it was so loud. It was so loud. Whatever, however working. bad this sounds like, it would have it been worse. Yes. Okay, what 1994 tournament played for the first time in the United States across nine cities? World Cup. Just don't even, just stop. with over 3.5 million people attending. One nothing me. What basketball? Who won it? Who won? The '94 World Cup. Uh huh. That's what's asked. No, but it gives me. It tells me. So now you need to answer. '94 Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what basketball Hall of Famer starred in a 1993 Nike commercial where he famously told viewers, "Quote, I am not a role model." Charles Barkley. Correct. I did see that. Um, what 78-acre retail establishment, the largest of its kind in the United States to date, opened in Minnesota in 1992 and boasted nearly 10,000 employees? Mall of America. What city was the first in the Soviet Union to open a McDonald's restaurant in 1990, signaling a thaw in the Cold War? Moscow. Correct. Two to two. Do you say Moscow or Moscow? I say Moscow. I've heard it both ways. I, I do too. What nemesis did the Ninja Turtles battle on a rooftop, just as they had in the comics in the final scenes of their 1990 hit movie? Jen, as always, it was a pleasure recording this with you. It's a pleasure participating in 90s trivia games with you. We had a good time listening to this music. The answer can and always will be Shredder. Yeah. Guys? True. This is a quick little hit. Yeah. This we promise <laughs> to dive into the music videos and a little bit more music in the month of August. We will be back maybe this week. If not, there will be two drops next week with our TV and potpourri episode. We appreciate you sticking in there. We appreciate you guys maybe enjoying this album. My recommendations, July review here. Make sure you listen to Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream. Also, whilst taking hits from the bong, listen to some Cypress Hill as well. Wonderful two albums. Jen, do you have any recommendations for the people as we go on vacation? It was going to be Insane in the Brain, but you already, you already covered that. So. Yeah, well, everybody's going to go Insane in the Brain when they hear us in the hot car. Yeah, they're going to be like, what happened to this <laughs> fucking pocket? All right, guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. And we will be back. See you next time. Bye. Bye.